Wow. I assume it's north to south. But yes. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. How come nobody goes south to north? You know the answer to that. <laughs> that why not just create the new FKT south to north? That's true. You will be the first. You might. Welcome to the Gotta Run Racing Podcast with your hosts, Norman and Jody. Discover the inspiring stories of the average and not-so-average runners. And they're off. Who's coming up on the podcast today? Jordan Wickett from Georgetown, Ontario. Oh, okay. How do you know him? Well, we haven't met yet. However, I've followed him on Instagram and he, well, I don't want to spoil it. (laughs) Well, so he has an interesting story that I think everyone would be interested in. Okay, but first, what's happening in Gotta Run Racing? Well, we <laughs> launched our We Run the North virtual 10K series this week, celebrating Canada's national parks. Check it out on our website, gotarunracing.com. Give yourself a challenge of 10K a month for the entire year. 13, well... Not 13 provinces, but with the territories. Yes, 13 provinces and territories. At We Run the North on Instagram. We Run the North virtual. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, on to Jordan. Yep. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Jordan, how are you? (laughs) Hey, great, Jody. How how about you? We're good. We've, uh, We've started our bevies tonight. What have you got? Oh, awesome. I, I've actually, I've got a, what is it? A dark lager. This is my uh, Quebec mega trail mug and nice. the, um, the beer. I brought the can along too. It's, it's a uh, coyote lookout. It's from our local Whoa. Uh, brewery here in Georgetown. Are you serious? Coyote? Coyote. Yeah. They actually, they do some, some kind of trail related beers, which is pretty cool. They actually have one that's called hungry hollow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Well, we'll have to yeah. uh, hit, hit them up for Chase the Coyote. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I've got a steam whistle. And before we start, oh. did you hear that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have a, my regular hazed and confused because this is usually how I feel every time we do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> hazed and confused. One of these days we're going to have him as a sponsor. That's right. We've actually yet to meet, but I'm still I'm still pouring here. <laughs> <laughs> this, this whole thing is going to be gone tonight, right now. <laughs> but just for our listeners, uh, a little introduction into why you're on the podcast tonight is because at some point we started following each other on Instagram, and I realized that you live in Georgetown. And funnily enough, I grew up in Georgetown. But I wasn't a runner at that time, and we'll get into that a little later. But Norm and I wanted to explore some of the Bruce Trail out in Georgetown, and I had no idea where any of the trails were. So that's when I messaged you, because you're always on those trails, and you were kind enough to give us some awesome directions, and we had a great day exploring uh, the trails out by... um, We started just not far from Glen Williams. Right. Um, and then we explored there, but eventually I want to get to Limehouse too. So you'll have to tell us about the Limehouse trails at some point. Yeah, absolutely. I, I do, uh, you, as you might've seen, I do a lot of running out there. So yeah, I would love to give you some, some recommendations and some directions. Yeah, for sure. And then, uh, not that long ago, I think I figured out that you had a blog and I was checking that out. What intrigued me because we're always looking for people with unique stories of how they became runners and seeing your blog uh, about how you were a heavier guy in high school and you, you lost weight and you kind of changed your life around. And that to us is very intriguing as I'm sure it is to lots of our listeners. So we would kind of like to start with how you got into running. Cause I think it's connected to, your story at growing up. Yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. And yes, yeah, so I'm super glad that, that, um, that, that you reached, that you both reached out and maybe I'll kind of, kind of just start from the beginning and then yes. we went into how, how, how I did get into to running, but yeah, like, like you might've seen on, on my blog, 
Um, you know, if you can believe it, back in high school, I almost weighed close to, to 300 pounds. Mm. Um, and so that, you know, that was in, in grade 11. I, I was still, I wasn't like completely inactive. I still played on the, on the football team and that sort of thing. But I, I remember I had kind of like a, you know, a big belly that, that hung out over my football pants. And it was, uh, it was a bit of a, it was a bad situation. And, um, you know, that was, that was kind of the pivotal year for me. And I remember, you know, I made some really big life changes and uh, started working out more, uh, really got into healthy eating and ended up dropping about 80 pounds during that year. You know, managed to, to keep, keep that off throughout the rest of high school and, and, and throughout university. And uh, the, the way that I, I did that was, um, as I mentioned, a lot of healthy eating, a lot of weight training and, and running as well. So that's how I first got into, into running. Mm-hmm. So kind of, you know, fast forward to, to 2014 and, and that, uh, that, that's the year that, that I ended up running my, my first marathon. But um, with, uh, with the, the years that, that came after university to 2014, I was my first few years in the, in the working world. And that, uh, you know, it was a bit of a stressful time when the weight started to creep back on. So I ended up getting back up to about uh, 240 pounds. And when I saw that on the scale, I realized it was time to, to do something again. <laughs> And it's, it's funny, it's interesting how, you know, the right book comes to you at, at the right time in your life. It, it was just kind of random that I, I ended up, I think I found it through like the, the, the free audiobooks that were available through our local library. I, I found Tim Ferriss's Four Hour Body, mm. and um, which the kind of the main premise of the book is, is this diet that he made up called the Slow Carb Diet, and it's essentially a low carb diet. And I ended up giving it a try and, and, um, you know, worked super well for me. I ended up losing 20 pounds kind of, uh, within a few weeks as I was losing weight, I, I started, I started getting back into running more and, and found, you know, the lighter I got, the easier it was to, to run and, and started kind of pushing it there. And I progressed in my distances and, and things kept getting easier. I said, well, gosh, I think I could probably run a marathon. And, and that's, uh, and that's, I ended up signing up for the, the Toronto, Scot- uh, Toronto Scotiabank uh, marathon as, as my first kind of, distance race that was longer than a 10k I'd run kind of 10ks previously that that's it and that's how I got into to trail running as well when I was doing when, when I started training training for the the uh, the marathon I started uh, I started running on trails and, and absolutely loved it in sequence with the, the low carb diet and, and the running that those two kind of working together is, is what uh, is what has really brought me to, to where I am today with with my running in terms of you know having having the you know the weight issues I'd say under control. And, and, you know, as long as I start, I keep running, I think I'll, I'll, I'll be, uh, I'll be just fine. Uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> so did you grow up in Georgetown? I didn't. I actually, I grew up in, um, in, in Chatham, Ontario. I don't know if you're familiar with, with Chatham. Oh, London way. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. With all your friends in high school and now they see you as a runner, are they surprised or are they wondering, wow, this is a big change from what they know they known of you in high school yeah yeah i have had you know friends from high school reach out and i think um you know i, I keep in touch with, with quite a few people from from high school on social media but those who you know i haven't who haven't seen like what i'm doing running wise on on social media when whenever i i meet people some some people don't uh, don't recognize me or, or um <laughs> has, yeah, that, has that ever happened where you has that ever happened where you, someone hasn't seen you in 10 years and you just, Hey, how's it going? And they don't know who you are or. <laughs> yeah. 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 I actually ran into somebody last year and, and, uh, and, uh, they said, Oh yeah, look, I, I, I forgot you're, you're skinny now. <laughs> <laughs> but Jody goes to the same yeah, thing. When, yeah. So when somebody- I grew, I grew up in Georgetown, as I said, and I was not involved in any sports at all. In fact, I used to hide in the change room for gym class because I hated it so much. It was my worst subject. And I've run into friends later in life that are like, oh, so what are you doing now? And I'm like, at the time, I own a running store. And they're like, what? (laughs) That just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So it's amazing how you can go from being an inactive person to fully embracing running and and sticking with it so i i can relate it's it's really cool how was your first marathon experience oh well, it was uh, it was it was awesome norm yeah it it's it, um I, I think i ran uh like like 425 and uh which which 
um, you know, I, I was super stoked about and, and uh, I remember um, I was doing video updates at, at kind of before uh, I did like a post running blog a- afterwards. Um, so I, yeah, I was kind of taking my time at aid stations <laughs> and, that, and that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, I had, I had a blast. I, uh, I remember that you know, just feeling great about it for like a couple of weeks afterwards and, and, and being like more sore than, than I've ever been in my life as well. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're supposed to enjoy the first one. Absolutely. Yeah. The <laughs> second one is when you think about times and all that. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So is that when you started to think more about doing ultras that you, you thought you'd be better at the longer distance? Yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of funny um, getting into to ultras. It, it, uh, so I mentioned, you know, when I started training for the, the, uh, that marathon, I started running more on the trails here around Georgetown. As I was training for that, uh, I, I, you know, I, I do most of my trail running during the week in the Hungry Hollow Trail. Randomly met um, one of somebody uh, when I was running down there who this guy, guy named Chris. He's he's one of my best friends now. <laughs> uh, you know, we 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 kind of run. He's he's kind of my you know training partner. We race together, all that sort of thing. But yeah, just w- one day, kind of randomly, we 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 met. Um, you know, started talking and and uh, you know, I told Chris that I was training for a marathon. Chris mentioned I think he was training for the back when Dirty Girls was around. I think it was the, the Dirty Girls One Hundred. Oh wow! And, That's uh, way yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, way way back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, he, he was he was uh, was training for the hundred miler, and I'd, I'd read about ultra marathons, but I never, um, obviously, I'd never done one before. And it was pretty amazing to hear all of those different stories about about ultras. He'd, he'd run a few up at that at that point, and um, you know, we we started running together on a fairly regular basis. And, and Chris, he's the local uh, head coach of our our swim team, and mm. he he kind of. Um, you know, even though we're friends, I look up, I look at Chris as a bit of a, a mentor for running and he gave me some great tips about ultra running, uh, really, you know, kind of helped me along in, into my, my first, my first ultra. And what we did actually is, is Chris, um, his brother-in-law, his brother-in-law, Joe, who's a good friend of mine and, and myself, we, we ran um, 50 miles along the, the Bruce Trail as, as, uh, as my first ultra. We, we trekked out from here all the way, you know, um, to, to Forks of the Credit, which I would imagine you know pretty well yeah and then and then back uh so the um so a nice a nice out and back route for for my first ever ultra marathon nice wow that's awesome you just decided to hey let's just do this without did you train for that or did you say let's just do this no yeah, I, was, I was doing i was doing a lot of a lot of training a lot okay yeah i think the sequence was it was like um the the waterfront marathon was like october and then or actually, I think a year went by, and 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 then we uh, then we did that right. after a couple more marathons, but before that, <laughs> right. that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Do you find that your circle of friends have changed now that you're into this new sport than what it was before? Has that changed at all? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it certainly has. Yeah, I find that. Um, Especially on the weekends, I'm spending a lot of time with uh, with, with other trail runners, <laughs> and uh, yeah, especially on those those longer runs. With these long runs, do you find it easier to keep the weight off, or is it still a struggle? Yeah, it's it well, it's, it's interesting because I um, sometimes when I, when when the training volume is is really high, I actually um, I, I put on weight, and uh, and it just because um, you know sounds like you guys experience that too, is you're, you're just so, sure. so hungry afterwards. Yeah. And, and uh, I think we've all experienced that feeling. You come back from a long run and you just want to, you know, put like everything in your, in your mouth. <laughs> and that's, uh, you know, that's, that's what I experienced. So yeah, it's, it's, for me, it's interesting. I actually have an easier time kind of um, balancing my weight when, when I'm not doing heavy training versus, uh, versus the, the, the heavier training. Right. Not to mention rewarding ourselves with a beer or two at the end of those long ones, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> what is your ideal race weight now? I think um, ideal race weight is I ran, I was running like before COVID hit at about, uh, you know, between 190 and 195. So I'm, mm. I'm, I'm about 6'2", so I'm a, or six, oh. sorry, 6'1". I'm a, I'm, I'm a bigger bigger guy, bigger frame. So that's, uh, that, that seems to be working for me at, uh, right around that weight. So your first ultra run was with your, your buddies doing 50 miles. 
was it 50 miles or eight that's miles? right yeah 50 miles okay 50 miles. so when did you <laughs> when did you say okay you know what i think i'm gonna put all this training to into a race um you know it, it's interesting because I've, I've been doing quite a bit of, of so j just to go back this sequence of events so it's kind of I, I ran that first marathon um then i i think i ran the ottawa marathon the, the following year and then and then this uh the scotia bank marathon again mm. uh so i was I, I was in you know pretty good running shape at, at that point and i started running quite a quite a bit with with my buddy chris who, who i mentioned and then his uh, his brother-in-law joe who's also a good friend you know they were running ultras uh, throughout that time and they kept trying to convince me to, to run in fact i think they wanted me to to, to jump right into like a hundred miler <laughs> of course <laughs> yeah it, <laughs> yeah i think just just hanging out so much with with those guys um gave me a lot of confidence in terms of you know was was just a matter of the, of the right timing and and uh i think knowing that they would be with me on on that that run as well really really helped out and and uh, they kind of coached me all along the way and you know with nutrition, hydration, pacing, all, all of that sort of thing. So, so that's, that, that, that was really what, what led to the first one. I think the peer pressure in ultra running and trail running in particular is very strong. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right. So the one person gets an idea of signing up for a race and the next thing you know, they're bullying all their friends into joining them because we all want to suffer together, right? No one wants to suffer alone. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so what was your first ultra race? My first ultra race was, uh, geez, it, it, I, I believe it was uh, the Sulphur Spring. Yeah, it was. It was Sulphur Springs 50K after, mm -hmm. after that. So yeah, finished that one in, um, in November and then, mm -hmm. and then raced uh, Sulphur in, in May. And how did that go? <laughs> that actually, it... it uh, it didn't go go well at all, if if, if, uh, if you can believe it. It it was funny. I think I came off. Um, that was supposed to be kind of a building race into something bigger later on in, in the year. So I, I came. I went into into that race. I, I think a little bit cocky after uh, you know after completing with relative ease the the fifty miler and uh, oh that feeling. And it was yeah. It was sulfur. It was one of those those days where it it um, I think it got up to like thirty four without the humidity and. I didn't know how to do my hydration right. And I, I just had like a, a disaster of an experience. <laughs> but I finished. But I finished. you finished. Yeah. There's yeah. always a learning curve. <laughs> For sure. You were on schedule to participate in UTMB next year. Yeah, I, I had signed up for um, the, the UTMB Valderan uh, race in, in Spain. And, and we had a, a big trip planned around that. It was supposed to be in July. You know, we were, we were, my, I've, I've got uh, three kids. Um, and so my, my wife with three kids and I, we, we, we saved up all of our um, air miles and we were all going to fly together out to Spain. It was going to be great. But uh, yeah, of course, with everything that happened with, with COVID, we, uh, we had it canceled. And, and um, you might have seen that if, if I would have completed that race, then I would have gotten guaranteed entry into, um, into the UTMB in Chamonix. And uh, I, I, I wanted to run that this year. So yeah, disappointing that, that that's not happening. Was that guaranteed entry just with the Val d'Aran or did it combine with another race? Yeah, no, good point. Yeah, I, I completed uh, a couple other UTMB qualifiers beforehand and I, I needed all of those points as well to, to, uh, to run the, the Chamonix race. Okay. So, so that UTMB was now your dream race. Now that you're an ultra runner and you saw this on the website or something, somebody told you, was that what happened? Yeah. How did you come how to did know you cut about to UTMB? UTMB? No, it's, well, it's, it's interesting. And, um, this kind of predates the, um, the, you know, running, running the, my first marathon. Um, however, I, I, I'd been to, um, I visited Chamonix way, way back in 2008 and, oh. and, um, so that the, the way that that worked is, is I, I did a, an MBA in 2009. And um, I was working at the time, so I ended up taking taking about a month off before I started my MBA degree. The MBA degree took took a full year, so I had had a nice bit of chunk of time that I could could do something with. So I decided that I was going to do like some sort of active vacation, and um, I didn't even know anything about UTMB or or Chamonix, and I 
I, in fact, I thought Chamonix was pronounced Chamonix at the, at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so, yeah, I was signed up for like a 10-day hike, um, which is the like UTMB route, and uh, hiked it with a, with a tour group. And it was funny, towards the, the end of the, the, the tour, we're hiking back into Chamonix, and uh, you know, we've all got our big packs on. We're walking downhill, and these two trail runners pass us, and they're, they're running uphill. And um, uh, I remember asking, See my tour guide, I'm like, like, what are these people doing? He's like, oh, you know, those those are trail runners. They're probably training for the UTMB because the UTMB was going to. It was uh, it was August and it was going to happen in a, in a couple of weeks from then. And he ended up explaining everything to me about UTMB. And uh, I, I remember just not being able to wrap my head around the fact that there were, were people who could run the route that we just hiked in in ten days. They could, you know, the best would would run it in, in twenty four hours. Uh, some even better than that, and then. You know, the average person, the average runner would run in like, I, don't know, I think it's like 40 hours that, that it takes most people. So that, that was my kind of first exposure to, to trail running into the UTMB. And it would, would be a while before I actually started trail running. But uh, yeah, if you would have asked me then if, if I would ever complete a 100 mile race, I would have told you that you were crazy. Well, that, <laughs> that's funny. We asked because we've been wanting to get to UTMB way before we owned a running store, before we even really did trail running. This is like pre-social media. I think I read about it in a running magazine and I said to Norm, look at this, you can run in three countries in the Alps for 100 miles and it takes this long and you see all these places. And so UTMB's kind of been on our radar for a really long time too and it's been such a long journey. It's nice to hear that you kind of came to it at a time when you you weren't even thinking about doing something like that and it's still in the back of your mind to get there, right? Because it's it's such a showcase of... Well, it's the Olympics, I think. Yeah. It's the Olympics of uh, trail running. That's what I think. Yeah. Oh, for, for sure. I, I can't even imagine what it would be like to to line up and, and uh, you know, down in the, 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 the square there in the, in the village and hear that music with, with all those other runners. It must just be uh, absolutely amazing. Well, let, let's uh, talk more about your journey to UTMB. So what, in order to get your points... What races yeah. did you did you strategically go after to get these points? Because you needed fifteen points at the time, right? That, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So I, I I ran the the Quebec Mega Trail, which is the this is the the finishers mug that you get. Oh, which, which is that's an neat. awesome mug. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so when was that race? That was your first that, point race. That that's right. That was June twenty nineteen. Okay. Okay. So how many points was that for? <laughs> That was five points. It was really? one, one, uh, 110K. Nice. Wow. So tell us about this race. Yeah. I, I never even heard about this race. Yes, you have. It's heard, one of the only Canadian. No, but I heard about the uh, Hurricana. Yeah, no, Mega Trail. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, we're having a little <laughs> sidebar. <laughs> so how did it go? How did that one go? It, <laughs> it's funny that I'm going to tell you about races that went well, but this, this one actually didn't go well. <laughs> no, we don't want to know about the ones that went well. Yeah, this, this is better for uh, our listeners to hear the, <laughs> the sad Yeah, story. But, but like, um, <laughs> I, so I, I again, um, well, I don't know, maybe I'll, I'll, I, I won't give everything. Obviously, I finished it because I showed you the finishers, but <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I completed it. Um, you know, however, so it's, it's funny. So after the bad experience at, at Sulphur, I ended up going back to Sulphur a couple of years later, running a hundred mile there, having a good experience, um, coming back, um, running a, a 50K that the year prior to, prior to running Quebec Mega Trail, had a really good 50K race. I think, uh, I think I you know, finished in like under five and a half hours. Um, so, you know, feeling very confident going into, into Quebec Mega Trail. Yeah, I got, got out to Quebec Mega Trail and, and uh, you know, the race started and everything's going really well. And, uh, and then all of a sudden we, we get into kind of the, the, the main trail and, and it's, it's super technical. There's roots, rocks, mud, everything's super slippery. And uh, I, I remember just continuing to tell myself like, hey, this, you know, it's just this stretch of trail. So like, <laughs> just, just make, it, make it through it. So it's roots, rocks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, roots, rocks, mud. Um, but yeah, in any event, I I, I kept um, kept saying, you know, it's it's going to get better. There's going to be more runnable stuff. So you know, don't don't worry about it. Um, but but that that never happened. So <laughs> so based, like based based on my pacing from from sulfur, I I, um, I I thought it would take me 
you know, 14 hours maybe to, to run Quebec Mega Trail. I, I think, if I remember correctly, I think my, my finishing time was like 22 hours, 59 minutes. <laughs> so I was, I was out there and I, I had a, a good friend of mine um, come with me and he was he, to, to pace me the last 30K and he was expecting, you know, that he would, he would come out maybe at like, you know, 7 p.m. We'd, we'd finish at, at 10 p.m. or something like that. I think I ended up, he ended up joining me at like, you know, eight or nine and we were, and we were out all night. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's a good friend. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I, I great. Yeah. Great guy. Great guy. What made you think you'd finish in 14 hours based on what? Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing so far, give us a like and follow our social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You can find all that at gotta and follow the Ultra Norm and Shark Runner 17 on Instagram for exciting behind the scenes stuff. Like, guess what? They're married to each other. Wild, right? Now, back to the show. I, the, I, I applied the, the, the pacing time from sulfur and, and like a, <laughs> a direct, the direct correlation, yeah. Oh yeah. dear! And yeah, which was a, a, a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Each, wow. Now, now you know that each race is different. <laughs> for for sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, it's 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 um it's interesting too. It, it's funny. Like I think, um, you know, kind of getting back into the the the, the weight issues. Um, I remember looking around at, at some of the runners at at Quebec Mega Trail, some of the stronger runners, and, and just. Um, I, I probably outweigh the, some of these guys by, you know, 30, 40 pounds. And, and, uh, I, I was, I was actually, I went into that race pretty heavy. I had like about 215, 220 pounds. So it Ooh. was, uh, it, yeah, I was, uh, I, so, you know, obviously the, the, the technical terrain had a lot to do with it, but, but yeah, I was also, <laughs> I also went in pretty heavy. So that, um, you know, that, that set, set me up well. It was a good reality check for the, the hundred miler that I had signed up for in, in the fall. So and that was I the can, next point race. That that was the next point race. That's right. Okay. That's right. Which race was that? That that race is uh, it was called the the Midnight Moose race up in uh, Gatineau Park. It's mm. it's a race put on by uh, Three Beavers Racing. Want to want to raise they raise Habs races? Mm. Isn't that the race Hannah's done? Midnight Moose. Yes, we know a friend we know who did a friend that. Friend who just did that, and or she, a couple of years. She ago. said it was a living hell. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny how perspective has it because because uh, like yeah it, it it's it's funny I so I wasn't gonna make the same mistake twice so yeah one one thing is I, I really got my nutrition dialed in or my diet dialed in and, and uh, I dropped uh, I, I went into the race at at like one ninety five so mm-hmm. so you know lean very lean for for me and uh, I, I tr- did a lot of training on the, the technical more technical side of Bruce's trail like uh, over like Milton ways on. Um, Going, going down Highway 25, there's some really good routes and rocks and sections over there. So I did, I did, a, did my, most of my long runs on, on that section and, right. and um, you know, went into the Midnight Moose feeling really good about, about, uh, about my abilities and, and, and how, you know, how it was, was leaner. Um, but still, I didn't have any like, real expectations. I wanted to, to go out and, and, and race really strong. But, uh, but, but anyway, I wasn't shooting for, for like a top spot or anything like that. But that, that being said, yeah, and ended up having a, a really good race. The, the race, if, if you're not familiar with it, it's uh, it's uh, the, the name kind of implies that it's a, it's a night race. So it starts at um, 10 p.m. on on Friday, and then and then you and, and then you go. So you, you're running two nights in a row if you're doing the hundred miler. I'll kind of I'll kind of lay it out for you. But yeah, the you know, first night went went well as you can imagine. Still feeling strong into the into the second day. It wasn't too hot or, or anything like that, which helps me out because I, I, you know, I, I, I don't like it when it's too hot. Going into the, the second night, um, I still, still continued to feel good and was doing a good job with, with my nutrition. Um, however, you know, something that was new to me that, that started during that race is, is, uh, is I started, started seeing things. <laughs> so yes. with the, yeah, with the, the two sleepless nights in a row. And no it, doubt. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I, I started realizing that something was wrong when I, I mean, it was, I think it was like you know, two o'clock in the morning, the second night on the trails. And I saw, you know, how you, you see critters on the, on the trail. I, I saw, I saw what looked like a, you know, a really cute looking critter. And it had like the big eyes, like, <laughs> like you would, I don't know, look like a, 
my kids were really into Pokemon at the time. I remember making it look like a, a Pokemon creature. And, and um, as I was getting up to this creature, it, it wasn't moving off the trail. And uh, so like, you know, I kept getting closer and closer and closer. And when I got really close, I looked up to it and it, you know, it, it was just a rock. <laughs> there, was, there, was, there was nothing, there was nothing there. And so that was, that was kind of hallucination number one. And then towards the, like towards the end of the race, there's this really big ski chalet that's, uh, that's on, on one of the more significant climbs uh, on, the, on the course. And it's, it was really, really uh, well lit up. And, and um, so as I was going by there, I, I noticed that there was a whole, there were a whole bunch of people and they were, they were all dressed in white and uh, it looked like it was a big party. So I figured it must have been a, a wedding or, or something like that. But I was, you know, I was really curious as to what was going on. And so I, I came back to that towards the very tail end of the race and I got fairly close to, to that ski chalet. And, um, and when I got up really close, uh, again, I realized that it was just, it was just like reeds that were flapping in the wind and, uh, there, there were, there were no people there like celebrating or anything like that. It was just, it was just long plants. So yeah, a couple, a couple of, uh, pretty funny moments. So, but yeah, in, in any event, I, I ended up, um, I, I won't draw this out any longer, but I ended up finishing second, if you can believe it, in that, in that race. So it was my, um, you know, my best, my best finish ever in a, an ultra race. It, it took wow. me like, yeah, 30, 30 hours to do it, you know, felt, felt really good while I was doing it. And, um, I wasn't expecting anything like that, but was certainly happy with the, with the results. That's awesome. Did you have a pacer for that one? Cause I can imagine going through the night twice. <laughs> You know, it can be a little dangerous the second night for sure. Yeah, it, it turns out you, um, I, I would have preferred a, a pacer, but the, that race didn't allow it, allow you to have them. I think they, there was something about, they didn't want too many people on the course because Gatineau Park is, is um, you know, the, the, they had a hard time negotiating that uh, with, uh, with the, the Gatineau Park folks. So no, yeah, there weren't any, any pacers allowed. Wow. Wow. Hmm, interesting. That would be tough. What's that uh, cutoff time for that? What is the cutoff time? Uh, that's a good question. I think it might have been 36 hours, I want to say. That, that must be a real tough course then. Real tough course. It was. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was tough. Hmm. Yeah, lot, lots, of, lots of vertical. Hence the UTMB points. So five points there? <laughs> Another five points after, after that race, yeah. Wow. And then? It would have been Val Duran. Val Duran to get the five more points in Val Duran. Yeah, that's right. And then you, uh, I think it's worth like a certain number of, of running stones now with the new regulations yeah, 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 that, yeah. that, uh, yeah, with, with, with all of those points and the stones would have, would have gotten me uh, entry into like guaranteed entry into UTMB. Did Valderant allow you to defer just to 2021 or did they offer you longer deferral? <laughs> well, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting because, because, um, you know, UTMB is, is certainly, uh, you know, I, I absolutely want to run it um, in the next few years. However, uh, I, I've become obsessed with FKTs in the, in the meantime. <laughs> so, so that that's kind of what's uh, what's taken my my interest at, at this point. And, and particularly, I know this sounds a, a little bit crazy. Um, the the Bruce Trail FKT is, is mm -hmm. something that uh, I know I know it's a, a huge thing to, to bite off. But I, I potentially in the next year or two. Maybe even this year, I'd like to I'd like to take an attempt at it. Uh, I'm thinking the the, the self-supported uh, FKT of the of the Bruce Trail, as opposed to the um, the the supported one, and because that's that's a very very aggressive time. Yeah. <laughs> it is, and Adam Burnett has the supported. Does he not? He 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 did until this year. Uh, you you might have seen a guy named John Harrison Pockler. Um, Eat him by, I think it was just four hours this, oh, uh, this right. summer. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to take on self-supported? That, that's, that's the plan so far. Yeah. I, I'd, uh, you know, I, I think it's the, the self-supported FKT is 16 days, 21 hours. I think the, the, um, the supported one, I think is nine days, uh, now like 17 hours. So, you know, very, very aggressive yeah. uh, time. I know just from, following along with John, his attempt, he was, he was, I think he was getting up at like 5am running to like 11pm on most days, which, which sounds uh, not, not, a, not like a lot of fun to me. No, definitely not. When do you plan on doing this? 
uh, probably first week of September. If, if uh, you know, a lot of a lot of things have to fall into place for me to actually uh, do do this. But that's um, that, that's that's the tentative plan. Wow. I assume it's north to south. But yes, yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. How come nobody goes south to north? You know the answer to that. <laughs> that why not just create the new FKT south to north? That's true. You will be the first. You might. You know, I've actually thought about that. It's not, not a bad idea, too. It's just be like a hop, skip, and a jump over to Niagara Falls and then, and then make your way up. And more respect because it's harder. <laughs> Why? That's a good Why point. Because it's point. up more uphill. Uh, let's do the research on this. It is more uphill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, we'd say that we'd come out and support you, but we can come out and cheer, right? You can have cheerleaders. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, as long as I don't call you beforehand and say come come on out and meet me here sort of thing. Then, yeah, what then, what are uh, the yeah. rules? What yeah. are the rules? Can you can you sleep at our house or is that considered support? So the, yeah, that that would from my understanding that would be considered support. So and like any um if you know anything that's prearranged is 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 considered support. Okay. Uh so yeah, if I if I you know recall you beforehand and and set something up then then that would take away the, the self-supported nature of it. Right. Okay. Hmm. Well, we'll be there to cheer you on and, and you might think we're a hallucination, but we'll, <laughs> we'll be there. We're going to put some big bug eyes where you think you're, yeah. you're going to make, we're going to look Jump up. out of the trees and scare We're going to dress up like the Simpsons. <laughs> oh dear. So UTMB is about, Two or three years away now, you'd think, with this COVID and everything else. And how long can you keep those points that you have? Yeah, because we, we know for UTMB, they've allowed us to defer up to 2023. So I got in as well. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, awesome. I knew you got into to Western. Uh, I didn't I got know into, you got into to UTMB as UTMB well. UTMB as well, yeah. Oh my so gosh, wow. That's awesome. Perhaps when, when we'll do it together. Who knows? Yeah, you never know. <laughs> oh, man, that would, yeah, that would be amazing. So I, ha- I have until 2023 to put my name in they they wanted me to put my name in this year i had but i said well, no they offered 21 22 23 but i had three days to register for this year yeah yeah that's, that's which is not going to happen yeah, so yeah so i i maybe 2022 or 23 who knows mm-hmm. yeah awesome. so how long yeah, can you keep yeah. those points then the ones you have how long can you keep them shoot you, you know what norm i'm not sure i'm not sure i'll have to i'll have to look into it yeah because those were um as a mentioned they're pretty hard fought points so yeah definitely want to yeah wanna use those before they expire the two night the 2019 will drop off soon right it'll drop off until you have to get it again yeah mm-hmm. you have to keep you have to really yeah. figure that out yeah yeah no that's a very good point that's i, I will figure that out so you've come upon the fkt you held one for a little while this summer i believe or late early fall that so tell Tell us about that one, because that's in our neck of the woods. That, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I, um, it was the, the Calvin Trailway FKT, um, and so 70K total uh, out, out and back. So the, the whole stretch is about 35K. We, we went out and back, and I, I did that with my, my, my good friend, Chris. Uh, we did it in seven, seven hours, 48 minutes, I believe, was, was the time. Um, and the, the previous FKT... Uh, I think it was ten hours and forty eight minutes we took took quite a quite a few uh, three hours off of it. The funny thing about that though is is I think it was a couple months um, a couple months ago uh, a guy named Jason West who, who you might know yeah um, he 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 took the fk or he ended up taking the fkt and I think he took an hour and twenty minutes off our time I, but you six, had six it hours. you had it <laughs> how long did yeah, you have it? yeah i had it had it for couple well, I, I think I had it for maybe two or three months. That there should be an unwritten rule that give the guy a year. <laughs> right? Give the guy a year, then it's open season. Well, would you agree? Come on. I, yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. I agree. They probably you know, didn't it, even know what the Caledon Trailway was until you posted it. <laughs> yeah, your fault. You posted it. Your mistake. <laughs> I actually yeah, I, followed you that day because you were posting live updates. That's right. Yeah, Excuse me. Was, yeah, that's right. I was following along because that was pretty awesome. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was a, it was a blast to do it. It was really cool to to do it together with with Chris. And you know what? It's 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 great to see that that, that Jason did it. Um, you know, obviously, it, it, it 
it's pretty cool that that um, you know shows that people were paying attention and to, to have somebody go out and, and break it that uh, that soon after is uh, is is pretty cool. Um, that being said, I, I'd love to to try to go for it again someday, but I don't know. That's pretty fast. The six hours, twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us more about your blog. Um, how long you've been doing it, and um, what do you write about? Do you write about nutrition? Do you write about your journey? Is that basically what it's all about? And what's the name of it, actually? <laughs> Tell us everything about it. <laughs> I'm the one that read it. Tell <laughs> <laughs> well, <So>, our listeners. <laughs> this is what I love about this our podcast. I don't know. I've never met you before, but now I'm learning everything yeah. about you. This is what I love about it. <laughs> no, yeah, this is, this is awesome. And yeah, I no, love the chance to, to, to talk about it. So, so thank you there. Um, yeah, but, you know, the URL of my blog is very original. It's uh, jordanwicket.com. And uh, actually, I, I call it uh, ultra living. So that's that's uh, that's the, the name that I've given. And, and uh, the different topics are, you know, I talk a lot about kind of ultra running news. So I, I like to, you know, I, I wrote about um, the Moab 240. I, I know you guys are, are fans of the, the Moab. It was really exciting this this year's uh, with with Mickey and, and David yeah. Goggins uh, going at it. Yeah, we'll get him um, on the show soon. We'll get yeah, him on the show. Yeah, he's my dream uh, guest. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey, if you're listening, thanks for following. He's following us now. Yeah, he did follow us after the uh, tag. So. Oh, awesome! Awesome. Yeah. So now we got yeah, what, what an amazing story there. Yeah. <laughs> and so, what else do you write about? Yeah. So yeah, the the, the news piece uh, I write about some some of uh, of my adventures as well. So you know, anytime I'm doing anything big or um, you know, big meaning like, uh, I think I did like a 50k. Um, Thing on the Bruce Trail earlier this this year, and then the the, the Caledon Trailway FKT, so that sort of thing. Um, I also do uh, all, uh, profiles of, of some of um, the, the people I know who are ultra runners, and and uh, so you know my, my friend Chris, another one of my friends, is, his name is Sebu. He's actually run run UTMB, mm. um, so yeah, it was was kind of cool to, to talk to him about his experience. And yeah, you know, I, I don't do a, a ton of um, nutrition and, and, and training stuff, although, um, you know, just chatting with you sounds, I, I, it sounds like I might want to, to start doing more of that stuff. <laughs> I also noticed you, one of the ones that caught my eye was why trail runners love beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then yeah. I actually followed a couple of the companies that you mentioned within the blog because I hadn't heard of them before. So that was cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 It's pretty, pretty, um, pretty common among trail runners, isn't it? It sure is. And pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and pizza, yeah. And pizza. <laughs> you have to do javelina one day. All the beer and pizza you can have. <laughs> you no, know, I, yeah, I, 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 I listen when I, I listened to that first podcast episode and it sounds like you just uh, a great, you guys had some, a great time at, uh, at Havelina and I was, yeah. I was following along this year with, with Tim Tolison running that, that amazing time on the course. Speaking of this year, obviously it's a big topic. The fact that um, we've all been put off of uh, racing and you had some big plans, but the latest blog post I saw, it sounds like you've taken on a bit of a challenge with some Spartan connection do you want to tell us about that that's right yeah yeah i um so it's it's, it's funny because i i didn't really think about um it was, it was a bit of a, a spur of the moment thing signing up for that that spartan um i signed up for the spartan ultra 50k in uh, in october i've actually never done a, a obstacle race before <laughs> obstacle course race before so you know it should should be interesting but i'm it's funny if, if the Bruce, if, if I do the, the Bruce trail FKT in September, I, I figured I would be pretty beat up, uh, too beat up to actually do that Spartan race, but, but, but you never know. But yeah, that, that's, you know, if I can do it, that's certainly the, the plan and I'd, I'd love to do that. And that was inspired by the, the Spartan games. I don't know if you, if you, either yeah. you had a chance to, to check them out, but just, uh, I thought that was just a really well done, um, for episodes on, on YouTube and, yeah. and, uh, and it's, it's videotaped really it. well. It's, yeah, the, it's the videotaped really well. It was, was yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very inspiring. And we really thought that, you know, Ryan Atkins, the, the guy, um, yeah. one of the, the top athletes, and such a, such a cool guy, so cool that he's, he's Canadian as well. So I thought I, I would want to give that a try too. And uh, yeah, hopefully I can do it. I think, you know, the, the FKT um, for me is, is priority over that, but I, I would still love to, to, to do that awesome course race. Mm. 
Yeah, because that's if you do take that on, that's a, a little bit of a different training yeah. angle for what you'd be doing for your FKT. So that'd be a big challenge for sure. For me, I can't lift myself up. I'm too weak. <laughs> can you lift yourself up? Yeah, I can. I can do. Um, like I, no. I, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't done. Like I actually haven't tried the, the monkey bars or anything like that in a while. But I, I can. Uh, I can do a decent number of. Uh, pull-ups and, and nice. <laughs> that's impressive <laughs> well you have to i think we're all kind of rethinking our challenges at this point right because we have to find something to keep us motivated and because who knows what this year is going to look like and uh there's lots of virtual challenges out there by the way thank you very much for signing up for our ah, yes. virtual today <laughs> oh, oh yeah no I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to it yeah the the uh I, yeah, I, I signed up for, for six of the six of the, um, the, the we run the North Virtual 10KMs and, and uh, yeah, looks looks awesome. Really looking forward to it. Sweet. Well, this is the toque, and Norm's wearing the buff. We got some swag oh, awesome. on tonight. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. What provinces did you pick? I picked uh, Quebec. Ontario. Oh, you were going back for punishment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you love Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> um i picked bc alberta uh and then the maritime provinces except for newfoundland so uh prince edward island halifax and new brunswick nice nice cool. well we'll get that package out to you as soon as our medals arrive <laughs> oh uh, yeah they look they're on the way <laughs> medals look medals look awesome thank you so let us uh just take a moment and tell everyone where they can follow you on social media and where your blog, again, just repeat your blog for everyone. And we'll put it on the screen so the people that are watching can check you out. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I appreciate it. My, my blog is uh, jordanwicket.com. So that's J-O-R-D-A-N-W-I-C-K-E-T-T.com. Uh, you know, oddly enough, my Instagram is is uh, Jordan Wicked, all one word. So at Jordan Wicked is where, where you can make find. it easy. How original! <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to remember. <laughs> you might have uh, noticed that we do a little rapid fire at the end of our sessions. We're gonna give you a few questions, and just first thing that comes into your mind. Okay. Awesome. I'm nervous for you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be nervous. 80s or 90s music? 90s. Worst place you've chafed? Oh, uh, geez. Um. <laughs> you can say it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what's it called? Chub rub. Chub rub. That's the politically correct way to say it. Gotcha. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. Nice. Uh, another sport you'd like to excel in outside of running? Oh, um... I think swimming is on the agenda when, when my knees get too bad to, to run. I was going to ask you, would you ever consider triathlon or Ironman or something mm. like that? I've, yeah, I've actually, I, I, I used to swim competitively when I was, when I was uh, younger, like that was pre, pre high school. And, uh, and I, I've done a, a sprint triathlon, a couple sprint triathlons. Okay, cool. Yeah. It seems like a natural transition for you. Yeah. A treadmill run or a minus 20 run? Oh, my, minus 20, hands down. I think I knew the answer to that. <laughs> if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Oh, um, it, it sounds kind of lame, but it, it would be very fast running. <laughs> <laughs> so the flash. <laughs> the flash. <laughs> Sorry, it's already taken. Split <laughs> <laughs> shorts, yes or no? I, I wish I could wear split shorts. It just, the, the chafe is so bad. So it, 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 it's, uh, that's yeah. true. It does. Fair enough. So I say no, I say no. I say no. Okay. What, what do you look for at the end of a finish line in terms of a reward? Uh, yeah, definitely beer. The beer. Okay. The beer. <laughs> and give us your best, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger impression by saying I'll be back in his. <laughs> for sure. I'll, I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> you probably thought we were going to say good day, mate. So you're prepared. You were, with you were your probably yeah. accent. <laughs> you were practicing the Australian. Good twist there. Thank you. Well, thank you very much for uh, joining us this evening. It was really nice to get to know you a little better, and hopefully, we can at some point when we're allowed, 
we'd love to come down to Georgetown and have you show us your favorite trails. That, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I'd love to. And, and uh, I hope to, again, I think with the, the, the Bruce Trail, I might be pretty beat up if, if that does happen. But if, if that's the case, I, I, and I'd love to come and, and volunteer and help out with, uh, with, with Chase the Coyote. Uh, that uh, sounds like a, just a, a great time. That would be awesome. And if you ever come down to Hockley, let me know. I'll show you the Hockley route. Oh, awesome. I'd love that. Yeah. Yeah. You actually should, if you, you should consider doing a considerable amount of training at Hockley because of the elevation. It would be good preparation for your um, Bruce Trail for sure. Yeah. Awesome. That's a great idea. And it's not a far drive. There's a section uh, that we call the, the sisters. They're really the bitches. But But, uh, sure. Give me a call. If you ever want to come down to Hockley, I'll show you around. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jordan. Oh, thank you, Jody. Yeah, that, that, was a, that was a blast. And I really appreciate you guys, um, you know, reaching out and, and, and doing this. It's great. And I, I, saw, I was going to ask you, I, um, your races and, and the ones that are coming up, the, the August one, the Rainbow Race, um, I'm, I'd love to, to run that one as well. I'm hoping, hoping everything with COVID at that point will, will be kind of, um, you know, put to bed or, or, or lesser concerns and, and that yeah. I, could, I, could uh, I could run that race of yours. Yeah, we'd love to be able to put it on this year because, of course, we haven't put it on yet. And it's, but it's all permit based until we can get kind of a handle on what's happening with outdoor gatherings. You know, nothing's going to really move forward with that. But we're not going to give up. (laughs) No, because we're going to, we're trying to mimic Havelina at the Rainbow. It's going to be a washing machine type course. It's going to be a big party there. You could camp overnight. Yeah. Oh, bomb flyers, everything. And yeah, we had a, such a big vision for it. And then mm. COVID hit. So yeah. it's still in my mind, believe me. Yeah, we, <laughs> we're not going to give up on that one. It'll happen eventually. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sounds like a, sounds like a blast. Well, th- th- thanks again. It was, yeah, so, so nice chatting with you both. And, and um, you know, I'd love to, love to keep in touch. And for sure. Um, yeah, I'll, you know, definitely be keeping a close eye on, on how things are going with your, your races and, and um, you know, count on, on seeing me there in some capacity, whether it's running or, or I'd love to volunteer or, uh, yeah, some, something like that. All right, man. All right. Thank you. All right. Cheers. Have a great weekend. Have a great night. Cheers. Thanks again. Cheers. Bye. <laughs> there you go. You know what? This is what I like about this podcast. I don't know this guy, but wow, he has a story. Does he ever? <laughs> Very interesting story. He lost so much weight to get into shape to do this. Exactly. He lost it more than once, too. Yeah. I like how it's funny how you run into somebody from high school and they they don't recognize you anymore. Yeah. (laughs) It's such a great feeling. Don't peek in high school. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Cool. And then uh, FKT is now his thing. And UTMB is uh, waiting in the wings. Yes. But the FKT is exciting. We'll be there to not support him. (laughs) (laughs) by supporting him yes yes that's what he wants he doesn't want us to come out cool no we can come out we just can't give him anything we can't give him beer we can't throw a gel at him (laughs) all right thanks for listening all right and watching see you next time Ooh, that was quite the marathon thanks for listening to the gotta run racing podcast with your hosts norman and jody Please visit us at gotterunracing.com for more information on our events or simply drop us an email at gotterunracing at gmail.com. And be sure to check out our YouTube channel to stream the video version of this episode. Oh, and if you like my voice, check me out at tylerherchuk.ca. T-Y-L-E-R-H-Y-R-C-H-U-K. Gotta run!